This episode of Six Pennies Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Avignon Realty. If you're a real estate agent and you're looking to find support and infrastructure to become a successful agent, Avignon Realty is the place to go. They offer a 100% commission plan. If you're in the industry, you know that's a pretty awesome offer. Just by joining Avignon Realty, you'll be given one-on-one performance coaching, tools at your disposal to be able to work remotely, as well as mentoring by a team of the firm's experienced brokers. The other great news about Avignon Realty is that they've created a web portal which helps generate leads for both new and experienced agents. Um, they also have a new online lead generation that provides uh, leads to agents daily. Um, so just great ways for uh, real estate agents to be successful. Um, and these these tools are gonna help you continue to be innovative as you uh, generate new leads. Um, to get started with Avignon Realty, you can check out Van Din at 469-951-3585. He's our buddy coach. He is the owner there at Avignon Realty. Again, his name is Van. His number is 469-951-3585. You can also check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Podcast for more information. And the best news is that if you mention Six Pennies Podcast, when you talk to Van, uh, he's going to give you your first month's brokerage fee waived. That's about 300 bucks. Pretty good deal. All right, guys. You ready? Mock, Albie, everybody's here? Yes, we are. Finally, man, has it been? Uh, it's been a good month since we've all been together on a podcast, huh? It has been a while, man. Got some busy guys out there. All right, well, very special podcast today because uh, it's it's time to talk about one of our our favorite actors of all time. Today is the Will Smith podcast. We had to make sure everybody was here for it. I know Mock is pumped, Sick. right? Big Willie style. <laughs> Big Willie style, man. I should have listened to that on the way home today in preparation of this. Oh boy, Will Smith is incredible. Um, that's all. That's all there is to it. That's the end of the podcast. He's he's amazing. Um, no, I'm I'm just kidding. Timmy, aren't you uh, aren't you gonna watch Gemini Man by yourself soon? I mean, that's the purpose of the podcast. The reason why we're all here together is because I saw a trailer for Gemini Man about a month ago and was immediately hyped and pumped for it. And now it's coming out. We got to watch it. It is getting some. Um, truly awful reviews so far. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen. Oh, no, really? Um, yeah, it's a little disappointing right now from what I've seen from the um, from critics, but that, that's their job, right? They're just critics. So I mean, that's um, uh, that's like one out of five movies for Will, right? Is it? Wow. Well, we're going to go through a, a pretty, um, pretty much all of his movies today. Well, we're not going to go over all the movies, but we'll talk about a bunch of them, and, and why don't we find out how many of them were really um panned by critics versus the ones that have done well um the probably the most amazing thing that we found out as while we're researching will smith is that his it's been about 25 years of will smith in movies um he of course had his career starting out with fresh prince of bel-air uh in the early 90s he'd had a couple of smaller roles and really started breaking out in uh six degrees of separation but 1995 was his first big movie bad boys and then from there, it's it's been 25 years now, and there have been just about 25 movies. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to start with the first, um, probably just the first set of movies, which is from 95, from Bad Boys um, through 2000. And uh, I want you guys to tell me your favorite out of this list. And, and the reason why it's kind of a short set right there is because it's an incredible set of movies. To kick off somebody's career, I, I just can't believe this is what he did. 1995, Bad Boys. 96 Independence Day, 97 Men in Black, 98 Enemy of the State. 
And then he goes Wild Wild West and Legend of Bagger Vance. So, Albie, let's go with you first. What is your favorite out of those five movies? Out of all of that, I actually would probably say Enemy of the State, just because I love his role with Gene Hackman. And at the time, I I remember... um, So what we did in the 90s, my family and I, we would rent a movie every Friday night at Blockbuster and watch it. And I remember... Enemy of the State was one of them, and in 98, when it came out with, like, I don't know if you've guys seen it, but it's, like, pretty high-tech. It's probably super dated if you watch it today, but if you, you know, flash back to 98, like, all of that technology and the spy stuff, like, all of that was, like, super cutting-edge, and it was really cool. Um, I remember a lot of, like, satellite imaging and all that kind of stuff, so um, it it does hold a, a special place in my heart. I will say, though, in 96... First day of sixth grade, um, so first day of middle school, uh, you know, we all had like a questionnaire, like all the kids had to fill out a questionnaire, like your name, where you're from, um, favorite memory or like favorite food, what you did this past summer. And I would say half the class, and this was in sixth grade, for the for the question what you did or what was your favorite moment this past summer, it was actually Independence Day related. Wow. <laughs> all about watching that movie and it was like from that moment first day of sixth grade it was like the haves and have-nots of who's seen independence day and i still remember it to this day because i was one of the few that did not watch it in the theater because i I mean i mean i didn't we didn't watch movies in theaters right we would wait until it's blockbuster and we rented it so i remember when it became rentable like that that like winter is when I finally saw it, and it was really good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Enemy of the State was really good. I I have it listed here as, like, his most underrated movie. Um, But of those five that you listed, my favorite is is definitely Independence Day. Uh, It's it's a movie, it's kind of like a summer July 4th tradition now. Uh, I mean, I pretty much watch it every year. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that is your, your holiday, right? Um, yeah. I, I think I'm going to go Men in Black. Um, oh. Probably like, probably like the, the uh, not the, it's, it's the least sophisticated of the movies, probably um, the silliest and worst, like, plot line, maybe even the acting. But for some reason, it's just fun. I think it was a great concept at the time. I'm not so sure as we get into the, the next Men in Blacks, but the first one was, was really fun. That being said, I did I did really enjoy Enemy of the State too. It's kind of a sleeper pick uh, that Albie Albie jumped right on. Um, I have the same memories of I, I don't know even if I watch it now I think it's cool the, the satellites of yeah. them telling him where to run and and they're like following him around. He has like change his shirt and stuff. Pretty awesome. Men in Black came at such a perfect time for him because at that point in what ninety seven ninety eight ninety seven he was like you know the epitome of cool right like he was a he was like a a rap superstar he had just gone through fresh prince and so he was already an a-list on tv a-list in music and then he became an a-list after uh, id4 in on the big screen and so like when that came out i just remember like the black suit the black sunglasses like that was really cool back then it's just perfect timing was that uh getting jiggy with it Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. And the aliens were dancing 
in the music video. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> it's a perfect intersection of of Will Smith, like the the rap music and or just music plus plus the acting, the fun and the action together. All right, let's move on. Did you guys watch Legend of Bagger Vance? Do you like that movie? Yeah, okay. I watched it. I mean, it wasn't great, but I watched it. Okay, I'm. It'll be including this next set, but it's. I, I think it's pretty clearly a, a tier below some of these yeah. that are going to be coming up in this list. So, in uh, a couple of these two, probably don't. You know, aren't aren't going to be on the same level. But Legend of Bagger Vance. And, I do want to allude to you know this first set of movies, how big of a miss Wild Wild West was. I just remember like because this is when I was getting into like I don't know like Entertainment Tonight and like I was watching like movie critics. What is it? Um, forgot the the two. One of them passed away, but Ebert, they just Cisco and Ebert. yes, they just railed on Wild Wild West, and it was like the at the time is one of the most like highest budgeted films and it's just yeah. like a crazy miss so i i mean he was amazing especially in his first four movies but his fifth movie was um was a miss on his part oh so we're we're on track right now you're one out of five is correct um all right let's he had keep like going. A, sound, a cool soundtrack for it and everything but it's just a terrible movie because of him bad. yeah <laughs> is it because of him i mean the soundtrack he provided the soundtrack yeah, uh, I mean Kevin Klein in that movie. It, it's just that's a big miss. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, just like some of his co-stars. All right, uh, the next set starts with Legend of Bagger Vance, and then we go Ali, um, Men in Black, Men in Black Two, Bad Boys Two. Um, neither of which are that great. Uh, I Robot, which I love. Um, Shark Tale. He's just the voice in that, so I'm kind of leaving that out. And then we get Hitch in Pursuit of Happiness, getting through 2006. So this oh boy. this section is stacked pretty much because of 0506, in my opinion. Um, I just rewatched Pursuit of Happiness yesterday, um, just because I, I wanted to watch something an awesome Will Smith movie, and it's probably the probably 15th time or so I've seen it, and it's oh. whew, it is so good. I I just I, I can't if it's on if I start it at any point in the movie, I always want to just keep watching it. Um, it's sad, of course, and and Sharon hasn't watched it in a very long time. She forgot most of what happens there, so it was almost a first experience for her. I think, Albi, didn't you say that you watched it recently with Natsu for the first time? Yeah, I made my wife watch it for the first time. I had talked about it for so many years, and I think, like, I painted a very... I mean, you're right, it is a sad movie, but it's, like, a very triumphant movie as well. So, like, when she yeah. actually watched it... You know, it, it is actually more like good feelings than bad feelings. I would okay. say, though, I would say when Pursuit of Happiness came out, and, I mean, we, all three of us, were big Will Smith fans. But for me, when that came out, that was actually the first time. I know he got nominated, I believe, for Ali for Oscars. Yes, yes. But Pursuit of Happiness is when I really was, like, I was on board in terms of his, like, acting chops. Because before well, that... Yeah, before that, I, I think you're going to get into it a little more. But before that, it was more like humor. It was like action, not very like dramatic acting, not like a Tom Hanks. But Pursuit of Happiness, I was like, wow, this is this is a really good performance. Yeah, it's not something that I thought about in, in my rewatches, because at this point, he's done a lot of dramas as well. Uh, but at that at, at that time, 2006, um, it had, he, had, he had a run of action, obviously started in comedy, too. Ali was the only one that was really more drama, so that was really the the first one where you started to see him with um you know just acting his heart out, which is incredible. So, Mark, how about you? I'm still in shock that 
I know you love rewatching stuff, but 15 times? Probably, that is, yeah. That is crazy. It's, I mean, it's, it's sadly it's one of the few uh, Will Smith movies on Netflix, so it, uh, that helps. Yeah. Gotcha. I I might I might join you on that rewatch wagon for Pursuit. Um, my favorite out of these is is Hitch. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. uh in my top 10 movies of all time not just will smith so uh, i have to have that up there uh rom-com wise yep i mean it top three for me yeah um so just really good very rewatchable i feel like uh or maybe just me i I feel like i rewatch that all the time um i but shark tale i know you mentioned it's just the voice that's one of the few will smith movies i haven't seen uh, but Bad Boys 2, you you, you kind of mentioned it in passing that it wasn't that great. I thought it was really good. I thought it was better it. than the first one. Oh, was it? it? Okay. Oh, maybe I was just maybe I just meant Men in Black 2 is really bad. Bad Boys 2, I don't uh, I don't actually even remember that much about it. Men in yeah, Men in Black 2 was terrible. Bad Boys 2 was awesome. Shake your tail feather, oh. and then the whole scene oh. with with uh, the ludicrous looking kid who was gonna bring his daughter. <laughs> That is like the one of the funniest <laughs> scenes. Right, I need I need to rewatch that. Rewatch. Uh, I, when, I it, also... when it comes to Hitch, when it comes to Hitch, I know it came out in 05, but Mock, you and I for the last 15 years, every time we're at a wedding, we just do like Hitch dance moves, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, feel yeah, like, gotta, I feel like that's throw, all you need to know. Q-tip, yeah. Yeah. Just no, just stay at home, man. You stay home. Yeah. Just stay home. They got food there. Oh. They got food there. <laughs> I, I, Hitch is, is definitely right up there. It's Hitch and Pursuit of Happiness are, are like one and two for me in this one uh, A and one B for me in this in this set. I also really like I Robot. Um, I, I think yeah. that's a pretty fun movie, pretty rewatchable too. Um, I haven't seen it in a little while, but I, I remember it being pretty good. I Robot, yeah, I Robot was really cool, especially I mean I mean it's twenty years basically, but spoiler with him like. The only way that he can save humanity was to sacrifice himself because he was, you know, part robot. So that was, I mean, that was the one of the few movies in the beginning where I was like, wow, this is a cool twist at the end. Uh, another movie we kind of passed over is Ali. So the thing about Ali that really um, I remember about was uh, leading up to it, there was a lot of Oscar and like... Um, award buzz and i mean he definitely delivered he definitely performed and the role itself like it was it it fit him perfectly right like he yeah. kind of looks like ollie he has the hair um he got real i remember he gained like 30 40 pounds for the role to be a heavyweight boxer but i wanted to, to talk about ollie because he really gets into the how like how deep into like acting um acting classes like he did a lot of training, a lot of acting classes, and just all this stuff leading up to Ali, and it is cool that it paid off because he did get Oscar buzz. So um, I wanted to point that out because he was he he at this point, you know, he's more than just a TV actor. He's more than just a musical, you know, artist. But he was really working at at his craft at this point. He was trying to become more of a action star. He wanted to be more drama, and so yeah. Um, you know, I just want to give him props for this movie. I, I've only seen it maybe like two or three times in my entire life, but each time was like, you know, very captivating. Yeah, for sure. That was a huge turning point in his career, I feel like. Uh, I mean, he might have had a little bit 
of drama before, but this was the he was the headliner. He was he was the whole movie. Like, <laughs> uh, and you're right about the acting classes and all that. I was especially impressed with like his. He really, as as far as I could tell, like uh, like no one else has been able to kind of copy. Ali's like intonation and inflections in his voice like he like he yeah. could like he I, if you could tell he really studied the tape uh to really really get the rhythm of his voice going um so so props yeah it wasn't my favorite movie but he definitely did a great job all right let's get to the last set of movies then um in this previous set I, I guess we had one more miss too men in black too so I, I guess uh I guess we're, he's kind of battering, batting about the 80, 80 to ninety percent range. There are some misses here, uh, panned by the critics. All right, this the last. I mean, we we covered the first uh, twelve years or so of of his career, starting with with Bad Boys in '95. Pretty incredible. Um, unfortunately, things kind of go downhill a little bit. Um, quite a few misses since two thousand six. So I'm just going to run through these real quick, and then we will talk about which ones we like the most. So we have I Am Legend in '07, Hancock. Seven Pounds, Men in Black 3, After Earth with Jaden, uh, Focus with Margot Robbie, we get Concussion, Suicide Squad, Collateral Beauty, uh, Bright on Netflix, um, Aladdin where he's the genie, and then now Gemini Man. So um, in that list, Mock, what do you have? I have not seen a few of these. Uh, I, I, have, I have not seen Bright. Um, I have not seen Aladdin yet. Uh, I, I will say right off the bat, so I made a, I also made a note here, most overrated, and I don't even know if I could call this overrated because I don't think the reviews are great for it either. Uh, but Suicide Squad was almost unwatchable, um, and yeah, it, it almost goes to show like if 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 Will Smith can't even like save your movie, like DC should just scrap the whole process, man. Um, but I think my favorite out of all of these. Would probably be uh probably Hancock. I enjoyed that one. Ooh. Whoa. You're yeah. like the very, very few. Yeah. I I have a weird thing for superhero movies and this was a nice in, in my mind, I mean it wasn't perfect, but it was a nice kinda play on the superhero movement. I did not like that movie at all. Um that is definitely not on my list. Albie, how about you? Yeah, so I consider this stage of his career, 10 to 15 years, that what could have been. I know, like, you gave us a little um, insight into some of the questions you're going to ask. And, you know, the first thing I thought about really was what could have been. Because the first, I'd say, mid-90s to mid-2000s, th- those 10 years were phenomenal. He was on his way, like you said, batting 90% and just crazy. But then the next, I'd say, 10 years to today... I mean, when I say what could have been, like, I, I think you wanted to get into this more, but, like, he he turned down the remake of Independence Day during this time. He was supposed to be Neo instead of Keanu. He turned that down. Wow. Wow. The one that really upsets yeah. me is uh, Django and Chain, and, and it's because yes. at that time he didn't want to, like, it, it was obviously, the, you, you guys have seen the movie. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, but it's very racially sensitive, and I think he didn't. He's always been on the other side of the fence, and I think that really um, you know, kind of held him back at this stage. But I mean, the the movies that you did list, I mean, I would say I Am Legend was probably my favorite. 
Yeah. Um, that's back in 07. That's, I mean, closer to his, you know, his peak. But I just remember, like, there's at the time in 07, there's not many people in Hollywood that can lead a movie with no other actors, no other characters. It literally was just him and Sam uh, the dog. Yeah, like yeah. it was <laughs> super impressive. And, you know, the soundtrack was awesome in that movie. He got super cut for it. Like, um, that was a great movie. That was one yeah, of my I, drawbacks for that movie, though. Uh, I mean, it was impressive, yes. People? Yeah, it just didn't... It, it's not as rewatchable for me. It Like, it almost had the same feel as, like... And this is another le- acting legend, but Tom Hanks in Castaway. Like, like it's it's a great performance. I, I, I don't know. I think I need more people. I, <laughs> I felt like lonely for him. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can see that side of it, but um, I mean, you also have to admit, like, not many people can can you know carry a movie by him. him oh, or for herself. sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think he uh, turned, yeah. At, at this point, he also turned out like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Which oh. is kind of funny because oh, wow. his name is Will Smith, um, and I mean <laughs> that—that's why he turned it down. That would have changed history, right? Because Brad and oh. Angelina—that's the whole that—that's that, what happened that, with Brad that, and, and Jennifer, and then like I mean, it's true. Wow, it would yeah. have changed a lot of things, right? I, 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 what I, could have been? <laughs> I just watched the uh, E True Hollywood story on Angelina Jolie like two nights ago, um, but yeah. Let's continue. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I like I Am Legend as well. Uh, in this set, um, that's probably my favorite too. I, I also enjoyed Focus. Um, one of those where it's it's probably not like the best movie, but I enjoyed it. One of the reasons is because um, for some reason, after Hitch, besides Hitch, there's no other rom-coms. There's nothing even close to that um, in his whole career. I yeah. kind of feel like he could have he uh, done a little bit more with that at I think focus is one of those. So let, let's keep going with what Albie was talking about. Like, what could have been here? What um, what what do you wish he had or hadn't done? And and Albie talked about some of them before. But Mock, are these are there any of these movies that you just wish he just had skipped on? Yeah, I wanted to save this discussion from the beginning because he turned down Matrix, which was the biggest one for me. Uh, I mean, Keanu wouldn't be Keanu without the Matrix, but. Will Smith, I think, would have killed it. Uh, and that he turned on Matrix for Wild Wild West. So just big misses all around in 1999. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of his choices after 06, 07, like, I, I don't know what was happening there. I, I don't know if he was trying to, to get even more into drama, whereas he probably should have stuck more with, like, the pure action. He should have just gone back to comedy a little bit. I I, I feel like there was definitely some misses and. In that 07 I mean, through 2015 time. Yeah, and, and personally, it might have been kind of awkward, too. Like, he was going through some stuff, like, marriage-wise. His kids were growing up, so he's trying to cultivate their careers at the same time. True. So that's why you have stuff like After Earth and things like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, that that was the thing with, with Will Smith, or how I viewed Will Smith for a while. Like, I'm I'm back on the train. Like, I think he's great. Um, but I just think that he just didn't want to push the envelope. He didn't want to take on any roles that would like, um, like risk both sides of the fence, you know, if that, if that makes any sense. 
I just I just wish he was he was willing to like go more into the art of acting because he does have the skills. Um, he just needs to take on the roles. All right, before we keep going, let's talk about one of our sponsors, Loan Factory, and our buddy Billy Nguyen there. Billy uh, has many years of experience in the real estate industry, about 14 years, and then he went off to uh, to start up a branch of Loan Factory in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Loan Factory is made up of a team of brokers that use about 40 different lenders, and they'll submit uh, to the lowest lenders, and if one of the lenders doesn't like, doesn't give you a great rate, they'll just keep going to the next lender. Um, so the good news is that they've got uh, programs that can do all sorts of different loans for you, non-traditional, um, no-cost refinances if you're eligible. Um, I know Albie has gone through Billy already to refinance his home. So if you're looking for financing for a new home or a refi, to contact Billy, you can reach him at 469-585-4498. You can also check out facebook.com slash loanfactoryhq. Again, Billy has the office in Dallas, but they can help out with uh, with financing your home all over the place. So once again, that's Billy Nguyen at Loan Factory, 469-585-4498. Timmy, right, so I am, I am Legend came out in 2007. I doubt you remember this, but there is a connection between us. Do you know what it is? There's a connection between us? Uh, continue, yeah. what do you mean? So in 07, during Thanksgiving break, you know, I was down yep. in Southern California. All of you guys went back home for Thanksgiving, but I had like, yep. I think I had like finals or something. So I couldn't leave. I stayed in Irvine by myself and I ended up going to the movie theaters on Thanksgiving day. And I watched, I think, three movies back to back to back. And one wow. of them was I Am Legend. But I remember when I told you that's what I did, you thought I was like, the weirdest thing like to go watch a movie by myself especially on thanksgiving <laughs> but then now you do it yourself so i mean oh. just circle of life how things have changed yeah um i mean three movies back to back to back is is pretty <laughs> intense like that's that's a good eight hours of your life it, like that's yeah it, it wasn't it wasn't like beginning so I watched I Am Legend first, and then it wasn't like beginning of the next movie all the way till the end, and then the beginning of the third movie. It was like I kind of you like skipped out went, on one. Yeah, I kind of went in like halfway of two, and then towards the end of three. So I was there maybe a total of five hours. Wow, you were you were just as lonely as Will Smith and I Am I was, Legend. Yeah, I was literally there by myself. <laughs> no one was in. <laughs> no one to eat with. Boston Market was already sold out. Oh was, boy. I was like, I'm just going to go to Irvine Spectrum. Man, so speaking of Will Smith being lonely in movies, I, I was doing a little bit of digging on his co-stars in movies, and um, it's a little sad. I, I feel like the quality of his co-stars is really not that great. I mean, he's the headline in a lot of them, but um, starting from the beginning, I mean, th there's definitely big names in the 90s, like Martin Lawrence, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, but then, like we mentioned before, like Kevin Klein and Wild Wild West, um, when he gets to like iRobot, it's just him and, and robots. I mean, Bridget Monahan's in it. Um, when he gets to Pursuit of Happiness, it's just his son. I Am Legend, it's just a dog. Um, I don't know, it just <laughs> keeps kind of keeps kind of going like that. After Earth, it's his son again. And then Margot Robbie is is in Focus and in Suicide Squad. I mean, I guess she's a big name, but uh, when he gets a Bright, the Netflix movie, he's just like talking to a bunch of orcs. And now in Gemini Man, it's it's him and himself. I, I just feel like he hasn't had the type of co-stars like he hasn't done movies with um hanks or damon or 
Cruz or Leo or anybody big. And, I, and I part of that is just, you know, he, he wants to be here. He is the yeah. lead. Yeah. And, and it's admirable that he's able to carry movies. But at the same time, I kind of feel like that's one of the what could have been. Like, if he could have done, like, a, a, sure. a big, um, even, like, a buddy cop movie with, like, a, one, a top-notch comedy <laughs> actor, like, yeah. I feel like that would have been awesome. You did. You love <laughs> Kevin Hart, man. <laughs> Kevin Hart would be uh it would be kind of weird. So so I I agree with your sentiment. I I actually kind of feel that it's self-inflicted. I bet he's choosing these roles and he's choosing these movies to not be with co-stars. But I mean, he did do a buddy cop and he, the third one's coming out soon with him and yeah, Martin Lawrence. I mean, Bad Boys, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. the 90s, the 90s you, you you can't really shrug that off. Like Martin Lawrence Gene Hackman, Tommy Lee Jones, like those are really big names, especially for the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, might be it might be the stuff after that, starting in, in two thousand one or something, like two thousand two. It just kind of I don't know, it just it just felt like he didn't really have as many big names in his movies. Um, yeah, I, I can see both sides of the coin. Like it's Charlie's that he's been able to do all this. Yeah, Charlize and Hancock, I guess. Um, Rosario Dawson. I, but but yeah, I see your point. All right, next question that I have. Um, what what do you wish that he will do moving forward now? Like, what, what do you think is the route for Will Smith to regain some of the success critically and with and with uh, the audience? I don't know how, how relevant he is now after, you know, about seven, eight, ten years of, of a lot of subpar movies. Um, Mock, what would you like to see him in? I would personally like to see him in more, like, lighthearted stuff. Uh, like give me give me some more rom-coms give me yeah. some more comedies uh he can definitely do it all um if i had to rank them I, drama would probably be last on my list though from him preference wise uh, for for uh-huh. me i mean i i agree i would like to see some more comedies and rom-coms from him um i i, I don't know if he would consider that like a like a cop-out but for me i, I think that's that's a role that he's suited for at this point um, in his career. I think his action chops have been proven and he's done a ton of those movies. I don't think he needs to do them anymore. Um, but thinking about like people that I would like him to be in movies with um, Kevin Hart, I, I don't know if I really care for that. I, I would love to see him with the rock. I mean, you, you, you <laughs> can definitely do something there, right? Um, if, he, if it is action, I mean, could, could he do something with Cruz? Pretty much. We just want him to be with our, our favorite guys. There's a movie coming out in 2020 called King Richard. I'm actually very intrigued. What's that? He is going to play Richard Williams, who is the dad of Venus and Serena. Oh, wow. So That's I guess cool. it's, another, it's another, you know, like heartfelt drama. But I feel like, I mean, that, that kind of suits him really well. I mean, he's done a lot of sports movies, too, from Ali to concussion and so now now this one too he's kind of rounding it out it's it's nice have, have either of you guys seen concussion i i mean it's eye-opening uh, i think the nfl it, it makes sense why the nfl is what where it is right now in terms of player safety and the ridiculous like protecting the quarterback calls but it's kind of scary too at the same time like how much is being hidden I guess to me to answer your question now that I'm thinking about it, like what would I like to see him next? It's just something out of his comfort zone. 
I think like what makes the actors that we love kind of different. Like I'll just take Tom Cruise for example. Uh, when he did that that dance scene, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, like that was so out of left field. It's hilarious and. Like, you kind of got, like, an inside view of who he is. He also played a, a bad guy for Collateral, which I really love. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see Will Smith in, like, an antagonist role. Because, nice. like I said, like, I want to see him out of his comfort zone. Um, and I, I think that's really separates, like, Denzel from other people. Denzel is willing to do more than just, like, the, yep. the, the roles that kind of fit him. He, he's done everything, really. So speaking of Denzel, that that leads to my next question, which is about black actors. And I think uh, Denzel is probably the the gold standard for black actors. I think Will Smith is is pretty solid. Um, where do you where would you rank Will in in kind of the the hierarchy of of the best black actors out there? Man, I would I would actually have to do more research and look at like a pool of the actors. So you're saying yeah. What? Let, let me give you let me give you a few yeah i mean i think like uh yeah i think kind of the the grandfathers of this morgan freeman and samuel l jackson have to be on there um guys like eddie murphy or somebody needs to be on there too but um for more you know a little bit of a younger crowd i think i think will smith is definitely on there even though he's he's not even that young anymore but those guys like jamie fox and um i guess Lawrence fishburne idris elba um what do you guys think Michael B. Yeah, MBJ's up and coming still. Uh, are we doing a Mount Rushmore? Yeah, like let's do Mount Rushmore. If we're doing a Mount Rushmore, I'm putting him on there. Yeah, he, he has to be. Uh, I don't, I don't know. He's borderline. Yeah, he's borderline. I mean, I, th- I think so, Denzel and Morgan Freeman have to be on there. And Samuel he's L., four, right? He's four at the highest. Yeah. Four at the highest. Cause Sam, yeah, Samuel L.'s got to be top three as well. Don Cheadle. Yeah. I mean, I really like Idris Elba. Yeah, he's good. Danny Glover. Has Idris been in... I mean, I, I doubt anyone can match 25 movies in 25 years, though. Yeah, besides the ones we already named. Right. It, and Elba, is a, he's a late bloomer. Like, he's he's he bigger is, yeah. now, like, the last five-ish years. Yeah. And yep. if the if the rumors are correct, if he's gonna be Bond after Daniel Craig, like that vaults him up into like top. Oh, definitely. Seven. Yeah. Yeah. Cuba Gooding, Ice Cube. Yeah. I like Ice Cube a lot. Yeah, okay, I think Wesley Snipes is probably in the in the conversation too. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Will Smith is probably is is I think pretty safely as a solid number four for right now. It, with yeah. given his his 25 years 25 movies it's it's pretty solid all right before we get to our last question uh that i have at least let's talk about tasty tales in richardson texas uh tasty tales is open uh late every day from sunday through thir- from sunday to thursday from 11 o'clock to 9 p.m friday and saturday till 10 p.m i know they open late for big games as well uh whether you're going to the mlb playoffs watching that or nfl football games They've also got happy hours every day, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Every day, 3 to 7 p.m. That's uh, outstanding. And they also have uh, really fresh seafood. They got crawfish that they uh, that they farm out in California. They also have um, delicious po'boys. They got their new lobster po'boys as well as those uh, um, oyster po'boys that Mock loves. 
And make sure when you go to Tasty Tales in Richardson, you go find Michelle. You let her know that Six Pains Podcast sent you. Actually, let anybody know there. They all know Six Pains Podcast. There's a, a button, I think, in their system that they just have to press. And that gives you 15% off your whole bill when you dine in there. I know Albie and his friends and family are there pretty much every day. So go check out Tasty Tales in Richardson, Texas. Every day. Um, once again, mention Six Pains Podcast and you'll get 15% off your dine-in bill. All right, guys. My last question. Um, I, I'll save it. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about Will Smith first? Would you guys take Michael B. Jordan or Chadwick Boseman? In what? Just in general. I mean, you know I'm all about MBJ. Yeah, MBJ. Chadwick, Chadwick is on his way, guys. On his way? What? I, I can't think of anything he's been in other than marvel was he in the jackie robinson movie jackie robinson one he's oh i did watch that he's in he's got another big one the 12 he's doing it the james brown one which is gonna be sick get on up oh 12 Uh, uh, 21 bridges it's coming out this year uh i saw a preview for that looked pretty good i i don't know for chadwick for chadwick I, i think my issue is that in the movie that these two guys are together black panther um I was rooting for MPJ in, in a lot of the movie. Like like Chadwick was not really as impressive as, as Michael B. Jordan in the movie. The non-MBJ fans, so like other people, <laughs> they actually didn't like Michael B. Jordan that much in that movie. They didn't like Killmonger? What, what did they not like yeah. about him? I mean, I don't know. Wow. I, just, I well, don't understand myself. Yeah, they're not for us. One one name that we failed to mention, and it's more of his voice, because his voice is like James Earl James yeah, Earl Jones, friggin' yeah. James Earl Jones, man. Yep, solid. Fassa. How about uh, how about Randall Sterling K. Brown? He's okay. I don't know if he <laughs> what what is he in other than This Is Us? He's in uh, the the O.J. Simpson uh, show. Oh, I don't think I've yeah, seen. Yeah, he's that. Christopher Darden. Yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. All right, uh, Mock, any other questions for you? Oh, wait, uh, Sterling K. Brown is also in Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> he's in everything. You know who's in everything that we haven't mentioned? Terrence Howard. Yeah, he's... He was... He's, he, was he definitely was on his way until yeah. he, he turned down Iron Man 2. Iron Man, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I didn't have any other questions for, uh, I, I just have a short list right now of what I need to go rewatch. Yeah. Well, my Timmy, last big question. Timmy, I'm on, I'm on yeah. Sterling K. Brown's IMDb. It's pretty weak, man. Okay. It, it's, it's really just, this is us at this point. Yeah. All right. Um, so we, we talked about all of Will Smith's, um, acting chops from, from drama to action to comedy and you know, when we think of, think back and, and try to figure out actors that do all those things, it's it's a pretty narrow, small list of of, uh, of guys who can do action, comedy, and drama. Do you guys know of anybody else that you think are on his level of, of being good at all three? Um, let's go with Mock. Do you have any suggestions? This was the only research that I really tried to do. Uh, try okay. to come up with with a list. It's it's tough, man. Uh, I came up with one. It's Brad Pitt. That is the only guy that I could think of. I'm glad you named Brad Pitt. Yeah, I feel like he, he gets overlooked a lot, uh, just because he's, he's so pretty. Uh, but he's definitely more than just a pretty boy. Like he can, 
I think he could do it all. I think his acting is very underrated. So he can definitely do the drama part. The comedy we've seen here and there, uh, bits and pieces with like Ocean's Eleven, but also with that like burn after reading, I think was the one. Um, And I I think his action is kind of lacking. I mean, he's in a few. He was in the zombie one. Thriller. Yeah. Yeah, But it's like a thriller movie. It's less of, it's less of the traditional action that I'm that I'm thinking of. I mean, Mr. Smith is pretty action. Yeah, I guess, but like that's pretty limited. If we're trying to find yeah. somebody who can do all three, like I, I, I would think that he can do it, but I just I don't think there's been that much proof of him really being in action. I think it's a lot more drama, thriller, um, and a little bit of of comedies a, in there. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a good yeah. point. I mean. Yeah, if you go to me, the the names I would throw out would be Leo. He can do. Yeah, does Leo do comedy? Yeah, he did Wolf of Wall Street. Is that as much comedy though? It was it was like the closest closest he got to an Oscar before winning an Oscar, and it was for a right. Yeah, I okay. What else has he done for comedy? Any other movies at all? Um, I would have to look at it. Sorry, I I can. I can. Th- I, I wanted. I wanted Leo to be there. I just don't feel like he's he's had yeah, enough maybe, range and diversity. Yeah, maybe, maybe you've done more research. So I don't. I don't know. But off the top of my head, I would say Leo. I'd say Matt Damon. Yeah, Damon's pretty solid. Comedy. Comedy is pretty limited too for Damon. I mean, he's on like thirty. Shallow rocks, House. Shallow House, hilarious. The Martian. Ooh. He's super funny in that. Wait, he was in Shallow How? I forgot about that. I don't remember him in Shallow How. He's it's like a bit. It's a bit part, right? No, he's the oh. one that's connected. Like, um, what's it called? To his brother, to his twin. No, no. Oh, you're talking about. Uh, that's not Shallow How. Shallow How is Jack Black, right? Where he sees the women as. So what is this? Uh, you're talking about step, not step brothers, but. <laughs> what is that called? Where the twin Siamese twins? Is yeah. That the name of it? Or stuck together, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, for some okay. reason, I thought Shallow How. But I think Damon is also in Shallow How. He plays like a jerk or something. But then he's also, he has that really funny role with Kristen Kruick in that one movie. He's also uh, in, in one of those Thor movies, he, he pretends to be Loki. I don't know if you <laughs> saw that one. That's pretty funny, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah I guess so he's, I'm- he's up there. He has his so moments, I, I, but I can't. I don't think he can carry a comedy. I'll put it that way. Yeah. So I, I agree with Mock with Pitt. I like Damon in terms of range, um, and you know my guy Sneaky can do everything as freaking Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tom Cruise. The the comedy part is really really dependent on that one Tropic Thunder cameo. Like, there's not much else. <laughs> so, um, I was thinking. I was thinking Downey. Yeah, yeah, I think he's maybe he's probably up there, but I mean, yeah. all I can think of, all you think of for Downey now is pretty much Iron Man and then Sherlock, and that's about it. So I, I, I don't know if he's quite there. Um, my other one that I would say, um, or a couple others I was considering was Charlize, looking at actresses. Ooh. Um, because she's Charlize definitely up there. She's definitely done like dramas. She's Oscar winner for drama, I believe, or at least Oscar nominated. She's been in Atomic Blonde and a couple other action movies, and then she's Arrested Development. She was comedy and Arrested other, Development, like, yeah, yeah, nice. a couple other like little rom com type <laughs> type roles too. So 
maybe it's a little bit easier for for women like i was considering like sandra bullock maybe too um true yeah i think true. the guys the guys is pretty tough to do all three and i i, I can't really I think mean, of, outside, outside of hanks right outside of hanks uh, I guess action. He's part of action movies. He's just not your traditional action star. I mean, huh? Apollo, Apollo 13, man. Yeah, that's again. That's like a thriller. Mark oh, the Damon. Drama. The, Mark the Damon movie was stuck on you. Stuck on me. Yeah, stuck on you. But then he also, like I said, the movie with Chris and Crew at Euro Trip. He was hilarious in that too. Okay. Maybe, maybe Damon is. Maybe Damon's the one. But yeah, going to Hanks. Like I, I again, like I, I would like for it to be him, but. Um, action movies, I feel like, I, I, unless you count like, um, what's the war movie, Saving Private Ryan? I mean, it, it's that's action, I guess, but it's a lot more like just yeah. like dramatic thriller. Yeah, you're right though. This is a great question. Like the best actors you can you can think of, like they can do two out of these three two at out an of three. elite level, elite exactly. level. Uh, and and although although this series is like a heist movie, but Matt Damon and Oceans was the comic relief, right? That's true. I feel like Matt Damon is a really, really, really good supporting actor in everything he does. I, I don't know how much he can really carry, like, one single movie by himself. Like, I don't see him taking on any of these, like, Will Smith roles where it's just him. Um, the, the, the Bourne so series, like, man? The Bourne yeah, series, yes, but but I'm talking about the Will Smith ones, like like Ali or... or uh, like the I am Martian, legend. The Martian is is kind of like that, right? The Martian, the Martian he's, he's by himself. And he's another like movie, another movie that's unreal uh, underrated with him is um, the Adjustment Bureau. I love oh, that. Oh, really movie. good one. Really good one. Mm. So so mock for you, Damon is like uh like Paul George. Damon. Awesome. No, He's higher on PG. He's higher on PG. What? Higher than PG? No, no. I'm saying you are higher on. Oh, PG oh, me? Yes, yes. Yeah. No, PG's I mean, top is six. That... Damon's not top oh, six. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Playoff piece um, is really bad. <laughs> playoff piece, pretty, pretty rough. One yeah. more honorable mention. Uh, Go ahead. Rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Um, what are his action piece? movies? His action was. Uh, was uh dark knight it's dark knight action dark knight he's not he's not the action in dark knight knight's like tale knight, knight's tale yeah, yeah. Knight's tale is <laughs> jousting hey what about christian bale i thought about christian bale but i can't think of any good comedy I, I can't even picture him in a comedy i don't know true true he's very serious yeah i mean interesting question right like i, I feel like will smith is maybe in a, a land of his own We'll, we'll keep brainstorming. So, yeah. so I personally think that comedy acting is the hardest of the of the genres. Mm. Like I think it's like the most mindless, but I also think it's the hardest to be a really good comedy actor. So if we really want to vet this question out, I would like list out list out the top ten comedy actors and then see if those guys can do drama or action or whatever. So start with uh, Kevin Hart then. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Adam Wait. Sandler? Like, is yeah. The Rock? Can The Rock Yeah, I was about to say, is, is it The Rock? Oh, what a call. Is it The Rock? <laughs> I mean, his action, I mean, not his action, his drama is probably a little bit behind and a little bit, you know, like, it, it's it's a little bit more forced, but um, there's definitely some drama in all of his movies. I don't. I just don't think he has, like, specifically dramatic movies. Are we including his WWE experience? Because that was high drama, man. Um. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely passionate and he's good with the microphone. He's definitely passionate. <laughs> I think all of his movies are either action or action comedies that include some dramatic moments. Yeah. So I just don't feel like that. But he, I think he's got some coming up that are going to be a little more dramatic. So maybe maybe he's going to be next. What about Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd is is comedy. What what uh what drama is oh, he in? Bateman. Bateman can do it. Ooh. Bateman doesn't do action. Bateman. He think. definitely can if he wanted to. <laughs> he's not he's not an action guy, man. You don't think so? What about our boy uh, Jonah Hill? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's time to wrap this up. Um, <laughs> leave us a, leave us a comment, guys, on Facebook because we are just brainstorming here. This podcast is running really long. Let's uh, let's find out who are the actors or actresses that can do action, comedy, and drama. Uh, tell us what your favorite and least favorite Will Smith movies are. I know there's no least favorite, just your favorites. Um, and make sure to give us a rating on iTunes. And thanks for listening.